Hey guys, it's Jay, and welcome to this new episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. On this episode, I am going to talk about the other side. If you listened to the previous episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee, I shared some tips um, and some things that salon owners and salon managers must do in order to attract and keep top talent. And in a lot of ways, attracting and keeping top talent is key to the success and longevity of your business. So if you missed that episode, go to the last episode and listen. So this episode is dedicated to the individual professional because um, there are some things that you guys will need to know, um, especially if you are if you consider yourself top talent. This is some things that you need to know if you are being recruited by a salon or a bar or um, an establishment, okay? And when I say bar, I mean lash bar, weave bar, wig bar, um, et cetera, or spa, et cetera. I want to share some things with you guys so that you know what to look for, uh, you know what to ask for when um, figuring out if you are a good fit for the establishment that you um, are being recruited for. Uh, being recruited to working with. So one of the things that you um, first want to take into consideration, obviously, is the person who is either the owner or the manager um, or the recruiter, whoever the person is that is reaching out to you, you want to make sure that um, it's important that you guys are able to communicate, that you are able to understand um, each other's point of view and that you're able to listen to what they're saying and that you understand what they're saying when they are presenting um, a potential opportunity to you. This is important because oftentimes if there's confusion in the beginning, there will there the chances are that there will definitely be confusion later on down the road. So you want to make sure that if that manager is reaching out to you or that owner is reaching out to you, you want to make sure that you guys um, are able to clearly um, speak and communicate so that you guys um, understand what you both are talking about. Excuse me. In the case with uh, recruiters, you want to make sure that uh, that recruiter, uh, you want to make sure if they are recruiting you to work in another business, if they are not um, an employee of that business, or if you will not be in contact with them after the, the hiring or the recruiting process, you want to make sure that you have the opportunity to get uh, direct access to that salon owner or that salon manager, whoever will be um, your your direct uh, superior or the person that you will be reporting to and communicating with for that job. This is important because someone that's recruiting you for the opportunity, you can have a great relationship with, you can have a great bond with, you guys can communicate well. Um, but if that person is just uh, an, uh, for someone that's going between uh, you two and they're no longer involved, you may not really um, be getting a full understanding of um, the place that you're working at, the people that you're working with, et cetera, et cetera. So um, you want to make sure that if you're not speaking with the direct manager or the owner that's hiring you, if it is, in fact, a recruiter, you want to make sure that that recruiter is, in fact, excuse me, you want to make sure that that recruiter gives you an opportunity early on to meet with slash speak with um, the person um, who is in charge of the place where you will be working. OK, so 
In addition to that, you want to make sure that you outline um, what you're looking for, what you're asking for. Sometimes it's hard for us to um, ask for what we want. And as individual professionals, sometimes we feel threatened um, when someone from an establishment is reaching out for us because we um, don't feel that we have a right to ask for what we want and what we deserve because it, uh, where we will potentially be working is, in fact, quote unquote, their establishment. But if you are paying attention and if you're listening to my other podcasts and paying attention to what other people are saying and excuse me, <laughs> my allergies are something else today and what you know, what's going on in the industry, you as an individual professional, especially if you are a top talent, um, you have clientele, you do great work, even if you don't have a big clientele right now, but you do really great work. Um, you, you work hard, you have a great personality, um, and you, you, you're able to talk and communicate with people, understand that that is a strength that not many people have. Okay. And, on top of that, if you are willing to help, now not necessarily, you know, teach and do courses and things like that, other people, but just if other professionals are there and they ask you questions, if you're the type that doesn't mind answering a few questions here and there, you have extreme, extreme value. So don't count yourself short. These are some some things that you want to consider. Consider asking um, the owner or the management, the um the the weekly or the monthly revenue um, of that business um, general and some may give it to you some may not and that's fine but it doesn't hurt to ask basically you want to know what the what the client flow is there okay and if you um, some of these questions some salons won't be able to answer um, but we're getting better and better with that and and me as a um, as a consultant in the industry it's something that I'm helping um, salons and salon owners become better with so another thing that you want to ask them is um, along with their revenue which they may share or an, 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 an estimate of their revenue because they may not share it you can ask them um, the rate of new clients that are coming in there and then you can ask them kind of their client retention rate. Again, this is something that not many um, salons uh, actually know off the tip of their head. But if they look into their customer resource management um, or their booking systems, they'll be able, most of them, to um, to get these numbers for you. And if you're a salon owner and you don't know how to pull these numbers or you don't know how to track these numbers, let me know because it's something that I can help you to do. Now, it's important for you to at least ask them um, if they know their new customer rate, the rate at which you know new people are coming into the business, and also the client retention rate, because you want to know um, the level of growth that has occurred once you're there, right? So you want to. This is a way for you to measure the um, the growth that you brought to that business. So let's say that within that business, um, that establishment gets uh three to four you know walk-ins per day and let's say three then they're open five days a week so let's say three times five that's 15 times four that's about 60. so let's say they get about 60 uh, walk-in clients a month um and their retention rate is about a third of that so let's say 60 a third that's about 20 right so that's the out of those 60 walk-in clients they retain a third of them so they retain a 20 clients as you know recurring clients 
um, that continue to come and schedule appointments on a regular basis, right? So, but now you take the job and now they go from, you know, five walk-in clients a day and to eight. And then they go from a 20% retention rate to a 50% retention rate. Now, I'm not going to say that that's all credited to you, but if you're coming in there, if you're adding value, if you're helping other employees that may not be as skilled as you are to build up their, um, you know, their skill set and their knowledge of the craft, et cetera, et cetera. If you are sharing, um, if you are, have a great personality and you understand customer service and you're sharing that with your other colleagues as well, and you're basically helping everyone else to level up, those numbers, that increase of numbers will help to show your value. So it's important um, if you can to get those numbers in the beginning. Um, and there's a way that you can estimate them um, if they don't know. But it's important to get those numbers in the beginning because once you're there and you see the numbers increase, you have a way to quantify your value and you can show, hey, this is what I've done or I've helped to create this level of growth. And down the road, you know, you may um, be able to leverage that into a different type of position or asking for something else. So another thing that you want to be sure is like, as a top talent, especially if you have a decent following in the area um, and you have all the qualities that I mentioned before, you have um, real leverage here. You can ask the salon owner to forego your booth rent three months. If you are willing to really step up in that place is struggling, there is one person that works there or there are no, no one's working there or you have, um, excuse me, maybe just an owner operator that's working there. Um, or if you have someone that owns the establishment, the salon or the bar, but they're not licensed and they're trying, if you are being recruiting, recruited into a situation like that, understand that you have real leverage because you're going to be the talent that's going to be able to come in there and really help boost that brand, boost that brand and grow that business. So, um, you should be able to go back and listen to the other, um, the previous episode of, of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Also, um, when I highlight some of the things that tops of that salon owners <clears throat> should know when recruiting top talent so that you um, can get the other side of what I'm saying, what I'm pre- presenting to you. So anyway, you have real leverage. So you have the ability to say, listen, you know, I'm coming to your establishment, especially if you're coming from another place that's comfortable or you're coming from home. A lot of new professionals right now, we have the ability to work from home. So for those of you that are working from home and things are comfortable for you, but you're looking to do something different, great, jump on it. Do something different, but make sure that you ask for what you want. If you have the ability not to pay booth rent, you know, ask for that. And if you ask for it, if if that person agrees to it, make sure that you're getting everything in writing, okay? And if that's the case, you are um, nine times out of 10, if you're in a booth rent situation, you're providing your own materials, you're providing your own uh, resources, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. One thing that you want to make sure that you're negotiating and that you're talking about and you're getting in writing um, when you are um, about to, you know, work for another establishment or someone's recruiting you to work with them, um, make sure that everything is outlined as as clearly as possible. For example, um, your working schedule. If you are, in fact, 
um, going to a place that is a booth rent situation, understand that you are essentially an independent contractor. That means you are um, able to make your own hours. Um, when you are in a booth rent situation, there is no, you're, you're, you have to be here from nine to five. Um, you have to clock in, you have to do these things. When you're in a booth rent situation, you are your own boss. You are your own business who is in fact being contracted to work with that business. Okay. So make sure that you understand these things. And if you have any questions about um, this, especially if you guys are fairly new in the industry, feel free to um, send me a message um, on Instagram, um, direct message or email me. So make sure that you guys are um, just paying attention to what you're asking for and um, that you're getting things um, in writing and that you understand fully what the situation is and what the requirements are for you to work there and what the establishment is offering you again so let's go back to um typical booth rent situations okay so in addition to you establishing your own hours providing your own supplies because you have the ability pretty much to come and go excuse me you want to make sure that you're professional with that you don't want to i mean you have as an independent contractor you can come and go as you please but if you're there to grow your business and help, in fact, grow that business, you want to make sure that you are actually putting in the time and work. Also, you want to make sure that you clearly understand the hours um, that the establishment is open. Is that establishment open seven days a week? What are the hours? Are they open at six o'clock on Saturday? Do they close, you know, at 10 o'clock on Friday? What time? You want to get a full understanding of the times that the business um, is open so that you are able to create your schedule so that you are able to um, fully maximize your time. And most professionals these days are working um, on an appointment-based system with walk-ins as they have them. So it's very important to make sure that you know what the hours are um, for that business so that you can, in fact, plan your schedule accordingly, okay? Another thing, you want to make sure that you um ooh. you want to make sure that you, your booking um information and everything is reflective of that new business so you want to make sure however people find you as a professional whether it's um on Instagram or YouTube or or Facebook or LinkedIn or your website whatever it is you want to make sure that you update once you accept that um, position to the new the new establishment, you want to make sure that all your information is updated. I know sometimes uh, once we have our booking information set and we have confirmation emails that set to go out to clients and things like that, um, sometimes we, we don't go, go back often enough to update them as we should. But once you decide to, um, to change locations, you want to make sure that you go in and you update all that information to make sure that the customers know where you are. They know how to contact you. They understand the directions. Um, they understand any new rules, um, any new um, ways that you're operating that business. Because a lot of times we have what we call a, a terms of service, um, something that we advise clients to read prior to booking that service um, with us so that you want to make sure that if you have any new changes um, in the way that you operate, that you include that in your um, terms of service and that you update that so that your clients are fully aware of any changes that are going on with you. 
Also, if you are going to have access to that location, let's say that you're coming into the situation, like I mentioned before, with a um, an owner that's not really there, they have another business, they're just trying to invest, or they're there part-time, <clears throat> excuse me, or there's one other person that's there with you part-time, but you know, you can come and go um, as you please, and you guys have keys, make sure that you're responsible with the keys, and make sure that there's a um, that you have a system in place um, just in case, you know, uh, a key is lost or something happens. Make sure that you um, you have access to um, the locksmith, um, their contact number, the buildings, maintenance. Make sure that if you're going to be someone that's going to be at the establishment by yourself, make sure that upon your acceptance or prior to your acceptance, like, you know, when you're negotiating and everything or when you're signing your contract, make sure that you have access to the information that you'll need while you're in that building. Because if something were to happen while you're there, you want to make sure that you know who to call um, besides uh, your, your manager or the person that you're working with. OK, so. Again, don't be afraid to ask for what you want. If you're going into a situation where you're at an establishment and it's a commission-based um, establishment, one, um, make sure that you really you fully understand the the, the benefits um, and the drawbacks of working in a commission-based salon to make sure that it's for you. Typically, when you're in a, a commission-based environment, uh, you are not required to bring any supplies. The establishment provides everything for you. Um, they are, you know, most places should, you know, supply training and things like that. Um, and I'll do a sidebar. Every establishment, no matter if it's commission-based or rent, uh, booth rent-based, should provide, oh my gosh, I'm talking that, should provide continuing education for you as a professional, whether it's additional hands-on classes, whether it's um, state and uh state uh, required continuing education classes, whether it's sales classes, marketing classes, classes or um, seminars to help you understand how to build your business, to understand business in general, to understand your bookkeeping, how to do your bookkeeping better, et cetera, et cetera. No matter what kind of establishment um, it is, whether it's booth rent or or commission-based, you want to ask them about their continuing education offerings and what they do to help the establishment and their the people that are working there, whether they're employees or their contractors, what are they doing to help them be better? Okay. So don't forget to ask. And also, um, if you realize that there's not much that they are doing, and this is an area that you um, that you like or that you specialize in in helping other people, you can step up and say, "Hey, this is something that I could do once a month. I'll offer, you know, we'll we'll do a class on this, or I can, you know, I know people that specialize in this area. I can ask someone to come in and talk to us about this. Okay, don't be afraid to." to share the ways, different ways that you can contribute to that business outside of just being um, a service provider, okay? So, okay, so back to the commission-based. Um, commission-based uh, bars and, and salons and things like that, they typically rep- supply all of your products and uh, you don't need to buy them. But the difference, the major difference um, in that one, you'll get paid a check typically, most places every two weeks. And you, your, the commission percentage that you get is based on what is agreed upon. 
if it's 50-50, then basically whatever the sales are, if you rang uh, $1,500 worth of sales for that week at that job part-time or whatever it is or full-time, then your check will be $750. And of course, they um, most some places they take taxes out, some places don't, it just depends on how their bookkeeping is. But when you are signing up to work with a commission-based salon, technically you are an employee. So usually you do not have the freedoms um, of an independent contractor because you are technically an employee of that business. They are they have the right to um, give you certain hours. If you need to clock in, uh, they can have you clock in and clock out and things like that. You are not um, independent um, as you would be if you would be an independent contractor um, at another establishment. But even still, and some you know you have to weigh the pros and cons in terms of where you are. Um, in your business? Are you, are you looking to um, provide your own supplies? Are you looking for someone to take care of that for you? Are you looking to have a more regimented schedule? Would you like the freedom of coming and going more as you please and having, and having you know, more flexibility? Um, if, you're, if you have your own business, especially if it's incorporated and you're working under that business, you know, um, that may be something that you want to definitely um, pay attention to because most likely uh, a booth rent or an independent contractor situation is going to be um, probably going to be the best for you. But if you have any questions, even if it's outside of my scope, <laughs> if it's related to um, your business formation or LLCs or things like that or contracts, I can refer you um, to someone that can go um, deeper into those things. But you just want to make sure that you are looking at things from a holistic point of view because sometimes we get excited about an opportunity. And we're eager to say yes, and we um, we don't ask for what we want, and we um, we take less than what we deserve. So understand that the industry has changed so much, and individual professionals have so much power nowadays. And if you are someone who's willing to help you do great work, you have an opportunity to um, go into other establishments and help them to be better. So many salons are failing right now because um, they don't understand the way that the industry has changed and and as it relates to giving individual professionals the power. So if you look around, you see salon suites. Salon suites are popping up everywhere. Now, I remember pretty much back, I think about 2007, um, salon suites were far and few between. And if you were in a salon suite, people really didn't um, didn't understand the concept of it until you broke it down to them. Now you don't. All you have to do is say salon. I'm in a salon suite or something like that, and people all over the country understand what you're saying. So that just goes to show how much the industry has changed. And you think of all these salon suites, you think of mostly individual professionals that are operating um, their own businesses, right? So all of these people and so many of these suites have taken the place of uh, salons and spas, larger establishments. And that has been the case because salon owners and managers um, have really lost touch with the needs and um, where the power is right now. So you have a lot of power. So make sure that if you are being recruited, by a salon or spa, that you understand that your, your, what your power is, that you understand what you can bring to them, and that you find someone, you find a place um, that's going to mesh well with you, and you guys put together something that you both can be proud of, because that's what it's all about. Your business is going to thrive. That salon or spa or nail bar, lash bar, wig bar, barbershop, whatever, it's going to drive when you both come together 
to offer the best of what you can to each other. All boats rise with the tide. And there's so many opportunities out there um, where you, again, if you follow the criteria that I laid out before, um, that you can go in and you can help so many um, places increase their um, increase their business. And in, in a lot of chances, a lot of times you have the ability to save these businesses because so many, unfortunately, are going out of business because um, they don't understand how to recruit, how to talk to. They don't understand um, that they don't have the leverage that they once had. And they focus on um, potential loss of income. But again, I share in the in the last um in the last episode that the, you can't look at it, <clears throat> excuse me, as a loss of income. You have to look at it as the value. And while you may negotiate something that you're not paying, paying booth rent for three months or six months, whatever the case may be, if you're training that staff, if you're helping everyone else to level up, if you're bringing attention, if you're bringing events, if you're bringing people, if you're bringing money into that business, there's so many other ways for that place to mitigate what they can perceive as a loss. Okay. All right. So this is a lot. <laughs> if you have any questions um, about this episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee, if you are someone who is currently being recruited um, by a place or if you are looking to approach places because you don't have to wait for people to recruit you. If you're looking from, for somewhere, if you're looking to get out of your house, um, if you're looking to get out of the place where you are, and you need some help. Um, let me know. I can help you and um, we can just write a plan and figure out how to approach um, various places um, so we can help you get what you need. Okay. Um, as always, I'm available for you. You can email me at jjaye at jrene.com. And um, besides that, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good week. Hey guys, it's Jay. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Listen, if you are a new or aspiring nail technician, head on over to freenailclasses.com. And if it's not you, if you know someone or you know someone that knows someone, send them over to freenailclasses.com to take a free nail classes. Listen, it's easy to spend hundreds if not thousands of dollars on beauty classes, beauty courses, only to figure out that it's not for you. Wouldn't you feel a lot better if you were able to do that without spending that money? Head on over to freenailclasses.com and let's get started with today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee.